You are listening to the Oracle Fantasy Football Podcast live from Draft Dungeon Studios with your hosts, Brad Andrews, Sean Tobato, and Jonathan Elliott. All right. What's up, guys? The Oracle here, Brad and Sunshine. Good morning. Week two is in the books. Got some serious injuries going on. Yes. It's... It was not a good week for quarterbacks and running backs as well. It was brutal. Man, I'm feeling good over here though. Two and O, Brad. Two and O. Also two and O. Ah. Patty Cake Mahomes doing you, some work. I like your breaking team. Breaking the though. NFL again. I like your team. I don't like my team. I got Lamar Jackson. I've just been riding him. Uh, your team is fine. Oh, I man. think Lamar Jackson. One more week, and we are talking about Lamar Jackson as the real deal. I got to admit, I picked him up to play Miami in that first game, and then I just never set him down. Like, we talked in the preseason how good he was going to be, but my goodness. Yeah, you. I mean, I knew the upside was there, but... Not this much. No. I mean, I he just didn't show it last year. None of us... We're talking about taking him in the draft for the most part, at least anything early. You knew the running was going to be there, but the, now with the passing, I think it's the upgrade at weapons with these it rookies. It is the weapons. I think that's been majority of the issue. Yeah. Is that nobody, he didn't have guys getting separation. Well, Brown's t- taking care of that. My goodness, that boy's fast. Yeah, I mean, he's proved a lot of the haters wrong. Yeah. He, he's done it. He's really, I mean, you saw, I saw memes all year last year of him throwing ducks, and it was just, he's been fine. He's been very, very good. So he plays the Chiefs this week. We'll see how that works it's out. It's the showdown between our QBs, the Mahomes-Jackson showdown. I, a lot of people are going to be watching that, that game. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it is. Love it. Kansas City, Baltimore. So, should we, when we do the injuries, should we uh, just say, like, who survived? Or, (laughs) yeah. My goodness, there's a lot of injuries. It's brutal. Um, Even Brady has a calf injury, but he's going to be fine. Drew Brees, he had surgery on his thumb. Mm -hmm. So, tore ligaments in his thumb, hit his thumb on. On Aaron Donald's hand, and he's done for about six weeks. Uh, Keenan Allen knee issue; his right leg got caught under him. Yeah, did finish the game. Probably will have some swelling, but expect him to play Sunday. Raiders hip injuries. Josh Jacobs is about fifty-fifty for Sunday, and Tyrell Williams will play most likely. So it's all in the hips. Jacob's got a groin strain in the hip area that may hamper his effectiveness. Cutting, accelerating, and he's got the risk of aggravating injury. Yeah, that's an injury that'll linger. Yes, so keep an eye on that. Raiders are tough, though, Brad. I don't know if they're that tough. I don't know. I might think about another option at running back this week for Jacob's. David Njoku broke his wrist, also had a concussion, got just crushed on a play on he's Monday Night Football. He's lucky he's walking today. Yeah, landed on his neck. It was it was very ugly. 
and he's an IR candidate. Yeah. So he, he'll return this season, but it's going to be a long time. Eagles injuries, their wide receivers just got absolutely decimated. Alshon's going to miss a couple weeks. Deshaun Jackson, a doctor, has already recommended surgery for an abdominal issue for him. That's changed quickly. You know, earlier this week it was, we'll see. We'll see. One doctor recommended surgery. Uh, I don't know. Just monitor that situation. The Falcons just beat the shit out of these guys. My yeah. Goodness. I mean, even Wentz got hurt in that game. Yeah. He, his, he, got, he took a shot to the ribs. He was down for uh, uh, the end of the first half. They had, yeah. had to bring McCown in. Um, Nelson Aguilar survived. Uh, he's kind of the last man standing here. Uh, besides Ertz, God, Ertz targets was through the roof. I think that'll continue. Um, I think he got like 18 targets, something ridiculous. Uh, but Nelson Aguilar, we don't love the talent, but we're going to like the volume. Yeah, Ertz and Aguilar, definitely big bumps for them. Aguilar should have won the game. He should have won the game. (laughs) He had a pass along the sideline, hit him right in the hands, and that's what we're talking about with talent. But he's going to get that shot to win. I mean, you got Ortega Whiteside um, and the other guy. I'm not that interested in those guys right now. No, Um, they need their weapons though. It could turn into. The Eagles of last season, which was not pretty. So get some of them running backs involved in the passing game. So Cam Newton, Liz Frank injury, as we've been talking about, they did kind of narrow it down to one specific play last game where he was seven of eight before this play. Yeah. Passing and then he did not look the same afterward. So it, they're saying it's it's probably Kyle Allen this week, but it's really indefinitely as no one really knows what's going on. That the organization's kind of being it's, it's really nobody's weird. telling the truth about any timetable. They're saying he was fine even before this game, and then he re-injured it on during the game. Like you saw the running play where he was ran out of bounds and was favoring the one foot. Uh, but we've kind of you've felt like this has been going on the whole time. They're just hiding it up. Yeah. So. Well, I, I mean, after it's looking like he actually was more okay. Mm-hmm. But just the whole way it's gone down. I mean, Rivera said he was okay after the game multiple times. Yeah. With his so there's just three no yards. accountability going on there. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it's obvious to everyone else, and then Rivera's the last person to know about it. So it's just. So we it's know kind of we know what you guys know, but without knowing and pinpointing the injury, we can't give you a timetable. Doctor Chow can't get into it until we get some answers. So just bear with us. We'll, we'll, Brad will know as soon as it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Darnold has mono. He's now back at the facility for the Jets. He is not recovered from mono and ready to play, but the contagious phase is over. He's looking at week five as a comeback. And the Jets need him now because their backup, Trevor Simeon, broke his ankle in that Monday night football game. And Luke Falk, the legend, came in. We'll get to Luke. Firing. Don't you knock my boy. Yes. The pyro is out of quarantine, though. So... (laughs) 
for y'all out there, I think Sam Darnold looks like a pyromaniac. <laughs> what a nut. <laughs> but yeah, they need him back. All right, Shady, he has an ankle injury, no significant damage, and he has a chance to play this week. And so him or Damian Williams did not practice yesterday, but whichever one comes out, it's looking like Shady is a big bump to his value if the other does not play. Oh, yeah. Connor, David Johnson, Mark Ingram all have injuries. Mm -hmm. For the most part, they look to be okay. Yeah. David Johnson had a wrist scare with that same wrist. He came back in. He's okay. Yeah, he came back in. Ingram came back in. Uh, James Conner is looking like he could have... Dr. Chow is basically saying he it's a bone bruise, but that could actually mean that he has a tiny fracture. So, we'll see. Yeah. He... I mean, no structural, no structural damage, but worst case scenario, he could miss up to four weeks. So keep an eye on that. Jalen Samuels as a handcuff. Um, is that something you're looking at? I for sure, I would look okay. at it. I mean, may, they're gonna look. They might look to run a little bit more with Mason Rudolph. So. Yeah, he had some good games last year filling in. Uh, yeah. We like Jalen, friend of the program. Great offensive line. Yeah. Devin Singletary, hamstring issue. Frank Gore gets a bump this week. Keep an eye on that as well. Uh, some in other injuries, though, at quarterback. We'll get to that. Good to go. That's it? Yep. QB changes. Well, we got some, some major changes. I guess I'll get right into the Steelers. So... Uh, Big Ben will be out the rest of the season. Mason Rudolph stepped in. I thought he played well when he stepped in. Um, I think uh, it's still going to be a downgrade. I love the way Big Ben calls audibles and reads the field. Everybody thinks of him as just a big thrower who stands in there and takes hits. But he does a lot of other things. Um, but Mason looked okay. Uh, what do you think as far as, uh, we're not looking at him as a fantasy asset, uh, downgrade or upgrade for the wide receivers? It's a definite downgrade, but mm -hmm. I don't think it's as big of a downgrade as you would think. Big Ben struggled early as well. They really like Mason Rudolph. He, they, Steelers spent some high draft capital on him. And he's the guy. He's their backup. He's he won the job over Josh Dobbs. Yeah, traded Dobbs away. So I think Rudolph. It looked like he liked to target Vance McDonald a little bit more. So maybe he takes he gets a bump. But he also had a long pass to Juju. So I think some chemistry could develop there. Okay. And hopefully they get Moncrief figured out so he can make something happen or they can make something happen at that position and James Washington needs to play because they had a ton of chemistry in the preseason. Yeah. So look for just look for that him to develop. I think Rudolph is going to be he might surprise some people. Yeah, if you got a spot on your roster for James Washington, I do like that chemistry between the two. Um that's what I'm looking at with a lot of these quarterbacks coming in. Uh, got more reps with certain players. So that's something I like. 
Moving on to the Giants. Uh, Eli, I think your time has come. The Giants are moving forward with Daniel Jones. This is a little earlier than I expected. Not by much, just a couple weeks. Uh, you, let's try and not talk about Daniel Jones for the next hour. I know you love this guy. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I think it's an upgrade for the offense. and We'll see how he looks coming out. There's going to be some struggles. But it, that offense has looked terrible. Just terrible. So he's getting some help coming back with. He's uh, got Golden, Golden Tate coming back in a couple weeks. Saw you just scooped him up off the waiver wire, Brad. Thanks y- a lot. Yes, definitely look at him. If he's on your waiver wire, he's coming back soon. He's going to be the focal point of that offense. So now's the time. Uh, yes, go ahead and scoop him up. He's got a couple more weeks, but he'll be back week five. Okay. And Ingram takes a little bit of a hit with him coming back. He's going to be. He's going to be involved in the short game in the middle of the field. So, just take a shot. Yeah, I like it. Uh, You mentioned Drew Brees hurt, so Teddy Bridgewater stepped in. It wasn't pretty. Um, You know, you got more of a veteran uh, backup quarterback here than some of these other younger guys. Uh, it, It got ugly quick down in New Orleans. Yeah, did not look good. Kamara didn't look good. The the offense just couldn't figure it out. And they were they were in a bad matchup against the Rams, so hopefully that was a big part of the issue, but mm-hmm. uh, Bridgewater, I've always liked him as a backup, but he he's got to figure it out. And and he really could not do that against the Rams. He was still targeting Michael Thomas though. Um, so that's encouraging for Michael Thomas owners. I think he'll get his volume, that short yardage volume. Not so high on Jared Cook. I wouldn't high on Jared Cook to begin with because he drops a lot of balls. But uh, I like the idea, the situation with Breeze kind of resurrecting that relationship. Maybe you have a Jimmy Graham type scenario. I would downgrade that for the next. So Breeze is out what? Four to six weeks, I think that's what you yes, were saying. Yes, about yeah. six weeks. Yeah, not somebody I'd hold. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Kamara, I think he'll be okay. I think Talon will win out, but probably not as many touchdown opportunities. No. It, I mean, it remains to be seen what happens with that. Maybe They're, they're going to have to figure some things out. Maybe they get... Octavius Murray more involved to try to throw some different looks at the defense. Mm-hmm. So it, we'll see. I think Kamara will be okay in the long run, but he definitely takes a hit in the short term. I wonder if he'll get an uptick in volume. I wonder if that Kamara fan's freaking out. You go after this guy. <laughs> yeah, possible buy low candidate. All right. Uh, we got so Sam Darnold, the pyro man. Mono. <laughs> Trevor Simeon stepped up. I was not happy about this as a Robbie Anderson owner, um, Le'Veon Bell owner. I looked at this as a complete disaster. Simeon goes down fairly early, breaks his ankle, and we're all scrambling watching the game like, who's up next? I look at Brad and I'm like, Who's going to be the answer? (laughs) He looks at me and he says, Luke. Luke Falk. It's a legend. 
the legend, Luke Falk. <laughs> He's a Mike Leach guy coming out of college. Yeah. From the air raid offense. He's a gunslinger, and you saw a little bit of it. Great arm, saw accurate a little bit passer. Yeah, he looked good. The Jets offense as a whole was very, very vanilla, very conservative. They they didn't let him loose. They didn't we cut were, him loose. They did not. We were asking for it real bad. They ran Le'Veon Bell. They cannot continue to do that. If they do what they did to Le'Veon, he's not going to make it much longer. Le'Veon's incredible. O-line was terrible. Did you see what he was doing to <laughs> yes. the Browns? Beating like 10 guys at a time, switching the play at the line of scrimmage. Just unbelievable. Yeah. But he cannot keep that kind of volume up. Um, or maybe he can. I don't think he can. We went and nobody knows anything about Luke. We we scouted him. What I got is great arm strength. Um, very, he's agile. He can move around. Uh accurate passer really good at that first read this is where the problems lie is in vision um scrambling looking at the second and third lead uh read which is very important in the nfl so maybe this is something that he has learned to do better uh or they're just going to call certain plays for him but i don't know i think it's an upgrade from simeon I think so too. I think it's still a downgrade from Darnold. Yeah, but it's Dar- anybody but Simeon. <laughs> yeah, Dar- Darnold to be back week five is what they're saying. Okay, so but he, probably he's back at the facility. That's good. That's good. Right. Luke, you got your shot here, kid. We're gonna be watching you. Yeah. All right, moving on. Unless you had anything else you want to talk about, Luke Falk? Cause no, I mean I loved what I saw. He but was like I just want the Jets for twenty two. Right. I just want the Jets to not be terrible. Me too. And the I mean these games can't continue. <laughs> <laughs> just blowouts. Yeah. You notice that the whole season there's like six teams that are really good and then the rest seem <laughs> really, really bad. And yeah. then you have you got all these teams the are dropping like flies. Dolphins. Giants, dolphins. Really bad teams. Oh, Jets. My Raiders did not look good. God, that secondary. Whew. All right. Uh, and this is still in play from two weeks ago, but Gardner Minshew, we hadn't really talked to him about uh, a lot. Stepped in for Nick Foles when he got hurt for Jacksonville. He played all right. Yeah, he's getting a lot of passing volume going in the offense. Yeah. And there's some guys to take a look at. Yeah, didn't make any huge major mistakes. Uh, great wardrobe. Um, comes off the plane in style. Did you see that? Did, yes. Did you see like yeah. the red oh, yeah. 80s suit? Like, oh, yeah, with suit. the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Drew loves this guy, former pirate. Also from the air raid offense. Yeah. Um... So, my only question mark here is uh, when's Dwayne Haskins going to get a chance? He's the next up on the list. He, Case Keenum played well the first Keenum game. has looked well. Yeah. He's looked good, I think. I mean, compared to what he has looked like in the past at mm-hmm. times, he's done well. I think McLaurin has been a big weapon for him. Yeah. And they're using McLaurin a lot. He's 
There's been a lot of buzz on all these rookie wide receivers, McLaurin, DK Metcalf. Um, you got uh, Marquise Brown. Sean Ross is emerging in his third year. Um, there's a lot of these guys. McLaurin's one of my favorites. I think this is like a franchise guy. Yes, so they – he was kind of a sleeper in this rookie wide receiver class, and he has separated himself from the pack, and part of that's opportunity. He, yeah. They really don't have much in the way of pass catching in Washington. But he – I mean, he's looked really good with his route running. He's got some room for improvement there. But they're using him in the red zone a whole lot. I mean, on one goal line stand, they went – to him over and over to get him the ball finally hit him on uh, a kind of a backside fade and great hands yeah he scored the touchdown in the first two weeks burned a couple receivers he's got four three speed he looks very good he he's got coming off the line he's got all these head fakes and you know he chops his feet well and and gets his defenders turned around really quickly and maybe some improvement as far as his cuts in his routes but he's looked very good and he's getting the volume so definitely i'm flexing him this week yeah he's looking like a solid flex i saw that yeah not uh not probably not available on your waiver wire is this a guy you might trade for um Maybe, maybe wait. He'll he'll probably have a week where he gets shut down at some point, and okay. this week possibly he I'll does play the Bears. Send you an offer when that happens, Brad. So yeah, he plays. I really like this guy. He plays the Bears this week, so if he Bad is going to get shut for down, the Bears, McLaurin's coming, boys. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> He's the man. Oh man! All right. So looking forward in the next coming week. Uh, Got some quarterback streamers. This is what I'm going to do weekly for you boys. Last week, we did well with Josh Allen. Put up 22 points in standard. Very happy. Actually streamed him myself. A lot of these guys, uh, I'm streaming as well. So I'm not going to recommend a player that I wouldn't be comfortable putting uh, in my lineup. However, this first one, I am a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Jameis Winston versus the Giants. I like the matchup. I thought he played better last week. I think Mike Evans is still going to have a good season. I really like the emergence of Godwin. Um, they're starting to become 1A and 1B almost. Uh, still not getting the Titans involved, but Winston's available in 43% of leagues. I'm going to be the first to acknowledge you are taking a major risk playing him, but the risk might be worth the reward when it comes to Jameis Winston. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, Arians in the past has taken his quarterbacks a few weeks to get adjusted to his offense. Mm-hmm. So Jameis looked really good against the Panthers, I thought. He and did. He he has he could have had better numbers, but as far I mean, he made some really good throws into tight windows. Didn't turn the ball over, so his stock is rising. He I think he's going to get rid of some of these mistakes, and he's Mike Evans is looking like more of the deep threat in this offense. 
Whereas yeah. Chris Godwin is kind of that Fitzgerald role, kind of more involved and in getting a little bit more volume. I'm still thinking I have owned Mike Evans. Uh, I'm not selling. Um, I'm actually buying for him. I thought he played a lot better. Should have had a touchdown in that game. Should have had another big catch. He's still getting the targets. I'm comfortable with Mike Evans still. Mike Evans' owners are panicking. I've seen it out there on the line. Uh, but I will be the first to acknowledge with Jameis Winston, he might go out there and give you seven points. Or he'll go out there and give you 30 points. That's what you're paying for when you're putting him in your lineup. Yep. If you want somebody with a little more consistency, Jacoby Brissett is playing Atlanta, Brad. He's uh, only rostered in 16% of the leagues. The first two games he's played, he's averaging right around 16 points. Um, but if you're looking for somebody to get out there and give you 15 to 20 points, I like this matchup. I like the player. I like the weapons. He is uh, performing well so far. Yeah, so he'll give you. He's given us two or three touchdowns. He's two touchdowns against the Chargers, two, mm-hmm. three against Tennessee, but both of those are solid defenses. And he was on the road. Yeah, so he comes back to a home matchup versus Atlanta. So he is somebody who could easily drop twenty points this week. He did have less than two hundred yards passing in each of those first two games. They ran the ball a lot with Marlon Mack. Yeah. And that's what they're looking to do. But this Atlanta game could be a little bit higher scoring. Mm -hmm. And I I like the matchup this week. I do too. Uh, The third one, last but not least, uh, I like Kirk Cousins. I know it's been a rough start, but he's playing Oakland. He's only rostered in 38% of leagues. I believe Sean's actually playing him this week. I think it's a good matchup. That Oakland secondary, guys... I, look, I'm a Raider fan. Love them. They have some injuries. Uh, they're missing assignments. Um, I'm really worried about that Oakland secondary, which is great for Kirk Cousins. I think they might be able to hold him at the line with the running game if Perfect's, Vontez Perfect's okay to play. But uh, what do you think, Brad? I, I like this pick this week. I do too. Uh, Kirk Cousins versus Oakland. I like it. I do. I think that game last week was just insane with the offensive pass interference calls. And he could have easily had a much better game. You don't. You just don't see that happen. Thielen got called for one. Diggs got called for one. So, Kirk Cousins, he looked horrendous at the end of the game. He just took some chances, threw the ball up in the back of the end zone on his, off his back foot when he was 30 yards in the backfield. Yeah. But that's he's got the upside. He's just got to clean these terrible decisions up. He's got the talent. He he can throw the bomb, the deep bomb. He he's got a cannon. Mm-hmm. He just his decision making needs to improve. And this is the perfect game for him to get some confidence back against this beat up secondary. And yeah, I, I like I like his matchup, and I like him. I like Thielen and Diggs to get going. It's about time. They, they're just too talented to to be held back anymore. And I think it's a perfect matchup for, for their offense. Yeah, depending on what you need for your lineup this week, you got three different types of players with th- three different ranges of outcomes. Winston, 
high ceiling, low floor. Brissett, I feel more comfortable about his floor. Um, probably less of a ceiling. And Kirk Cousins might be having a, a, a maybe a higher floor uh, than Winston, but not quite as high of a ceiling. So just depends on what you look at and what you need for your lineup. Those are three streamers I'd take a shot on. Uh, a lot of players are also struggling at tight end, so I mentioned a couple guys that I'm looking at. If you need somebody off the waiver wire to give you a chance, Jason Witten, I don't, he's hardly rostered, probably 10-15% of leagues. He's playing Miami. Play your players against Miami. Um, I will be streaming him against Miami. I also have the Cowboys defense and the Cowboys kicker. Rolling out all three in this game. <laughs> Betting big against Miami. Yeah, I love it. 21 and a half point favorites. <laughs> There's two games insane. like this, right? Yes, and then the Patriots are 22 and a half point favorites against the Jets. I might take the Jets. This These lines are outrageous. I think the I think the Jets can cover. First time since 1993 there's been two games where the point total the yeah, the favorite is winning by 16 or more. So it's insane. These couple of games coming up. Some of these teams need to yeah. just get it. So together. Baltimore KC, the line started at over under 55, which yeah. is insane. It's down to 52. I'll take today. the over. I mean, that might be an absolute shootout going down. I'm hoping so. You're hoping so. I'm looking forward to that one. Another uh, tight end, Jimmy Graham, 48% of leagues, playing versus Denver. I think he'll be all right. Somebody that you just dropped that I'm going to scoop up, Brad. Who are we going? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy G. Take a look. Denver. Two targets last week. Yeah, he had a good week one. I think he'll be all right. All right. All right. Um, another guy that I'd take a look at. When do we think about rostering Chris Herndon for the Jets? Uh, he'll be available what week five to play. Yes. Okay. I mean, if you need a tight end, scoop him up. I'm in that back. situation with Henry going down. Um, played Eifert last week. Worked out well. He actually kind of won my week with that one touchdown in a standard league. Uh, but Chris Herndon, uh, what do you think as far as outcome, like possible top 10 tight end? Possibly. He's going to have a high floor. I don't know about his ceiling. Okay. So you saw what Darnold can do. He, he had, I mean, Jamison Crowder had 19 targets in that first game. (laughs) So he's going to use the middle of the field. Maybe they can come back together. That'd be great if they. But if Darnold's timing works out well, he had like three or four games in a row with a touchdown last year. I remember that with Chris Herndon. Yeah, I mean Robbie Anderson looked good in the last game. They just need to get both those guys going, and you just need need some production. You need that offense needs to be better because I I just don't like these blowout games. All right, guys, thank you for listening to the Oracle. Keep tuning in. Keep hitting us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're here for you guys all season. Have a good one. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Oracle Fantasy Football Podcast. To stay up to date on all things fantasy football, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Oracle Pod. 